What's going on, one and all? Welcome to Unscreen Live. My name is Andrew Jupin, and uh, good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, depending upon where are you getting uh, this live stream from today. I uh, hope you had a good uh, couple of weeks. I know we've been off, but uh, hello, Greg Bafuto, of course, uh, Scott Gerard. Ooh, Agent Scott Gerard. I like that. Wesley Hall, Rose, Jeremy C. Yo to y'all. Hope y'all have been well. And everybody else, of course, tuning in. Uh, we're going to bring in some some dudes who like watching stuff along with me. And this week, someone else who's wearing a hat, Mr. Eric Siska. Wow. Yeah, I felt out of place lately without the hat, <laughs> you see. Everyone's wearing hats. I wanted to wear a hat once in a while. Yeah. You got to wear, wear a hat, dude. It, you know, it allows me to look like shit and hide it from everybody. So that's, you know, got, got that going on. Uh, how you doing? JCVD hat. Yeah, like doing pretty good. Yes, it is official merch. Uh, <laughs> this is not an ad, but I would like it to be. So reach out. JCVD. Only buy my official hats. Yes, <laughs> my official hat. Uh, speaking of dude who loves official merchandise, by the way, Steve Zadak. I am uh, <laughs> specifically not official merchandise. That's my game. Oh, it's- yeah. Whatever Instagram uh, pop-up shop that goes into my comments, I'm buying from it, dude. Something that's going to be shut down (laughs) because of copyright violation instantly. Absolutely. I'm I'm literally a walking copyright violation. Did you you buy that t-shirt from (laughs) bootlegchinesetshirts.com? No, no. Well, it's usually like, you know, gator grabs or whatever. You know what I mean? Some dude. (laughs) Gator grabs? No, you know, like just some like cool pop-up dude that's like screen printing and is... Uh, apartment again hoping that nobody yeah. ever notices that i'm gonna do it till you tell me to stop <laughs> exactly <laughs> dude's getting the swat team swarming in after he printed your superior t-shirt uh and of course welcome back to the program the bookworm mr chris cabin exactly do you turn and that was when thelma shoemaker took out a machete and pointed it right at my chest and said, don't you cut my movie again or I'm going to cut your fucking head off. Hey, Chris, this time we can't see who wrote the book. It's too close to the uh, camera. Uh, sorry. This is uh, from <laughs> Walter Murch's In the Blink oh. of an Eye. It's a, a very good uh, book about film editing. If anybody is interested in such yeah. a he, he uh, it, it begins. I think he was the editor on Apocalypse Now. And he mm-hmm. talks all about the uh, how like all the cutting he had to do. Like he literally like was in a room full of fucking film everywhere oh yeah and he was just there for and it's really good read if anybody gets but i was making making up the thing about shelma (laughs) were you you i was i just i I didn't want anybody to add to wikipedia and say that thelma shoemaker had a machete i think that's a bad thing to do (laughs) no no she's never owned her own machete she's only handled other people's we had to we had to read a lot of walter merch uh at purchase me and eric so uh, right i won't say that we're well versed but 20 years ago we read a bunch of walter merch they teach you to cut the film with the machete right yes yeah that was how they did back in the day of course dw griffith that was one of his many things <laughs> he brought up through of course. was the machete cutting style. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, a lot of films with some bad editing in the top five this week. And we'll uh, take a look at the numbers in a segment we like to call Highest Gross. All right. So it's been a couple weeks. Uh, a lot of changes, a lot of ins and outs and what have you, as the dude would say. Uh, so here we go here at uh, number five. 
Transformers Rise Ooh, of the Beasts. Fall of the Beasts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they united and they fell. I think yeah. that's unfortunate. That is like a fucking rock. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is uh, week three for these guys with another 11.6 million. It's uh, doing, thankfully, I guess if you're, you know, really invested in this franchise, it's doing very well overseas nice yeah so we're gonna get a lot more of them we're gonna finally see the team up that is hinted at the end oh boy excited i I, I think we just might get it man we're looking at 341 million global 123 of that is domestic so you know not a hyper success but it's doing better than other things in the top five i am I'm, I'm looking forward to the eventual sequel where we're done with animal transformers we're done with car transformers mm-hmm. and yeah. we get to what we need to do is fast food transformers oh ooh. in which whole mcdonald's turn into oh, the mighty beast wow. that protect our because we're if we're gonna really bring all of the we want sure. product placement to mm-hmm. really come into conflict with narr- narrative what we need is just to like uh, as we've been Look seeing, out, it's I a parent. twenty piece McNugget. There's so many McNuggets. <laughs> yes. Ah! Yes. Yeah, they could shoot the McNuggets at people and burgers shooting burgers at people. But <laughs> well, I think we're on burger crime, dude. Taking but, a whopper at 150 miles an hour. I want to stop, Andrew. You're you're gonna say what I'm gonna say, right? That we've already talked about these guys. Oh no, right. actually no, but bot bots, plug, right? Plug that, Steve, because plug that because I have something way more sinister in my brain. Oh, oh my god, I had Whoa. no idea. Maybe <laughs> keep it to yourself, Jesus. Because <laughs> I do remember uh, the French fry pack turning into the, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's there was what a I was cartoon about to say. Yeah, yeah. called Bot Bots okay. Transformers. One, bot Bots that we did an AD yeah, on. Right. There was a burger transformer yes. that right. that happened. Yes, that's what Steve was going to talk about. What I was going to mention, there was. At one time or another, yes. and maybe people in the chat can you know refresh our memory. There was fucking McDonald's Happy Meal toys that transformed yes. from the thing that they were into, into like it. vehicles and whatnot. It happened, folks. Uh, it did happen. Just, just so bring it kid, in. But bring the it kids in at would this point. Accidentally eat the if it looks like a <laughs> right. No, how yeah. fucking kids? stupid do you have to be? Oh, very <laughs> wide mouth. You, you have a bunch to get of really plastic, wide mouth. Dude? Kids eat plastic. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. All I, I'm, like, yeah, I'm on, look, are you I'm looking on, at the McDonald's thing? I'm on eBay, and we can get four uh, yep. McDonald's changeable transformer robots for fifteen dollars. Wow. Hey, you've got a che- a cheeseburger, a French. Uh-huh. Oh, you, you, I'm sorry, you have a chicken McNuggets box. Okay, uh, French fry, which we all remember. Sure, the cheeseburger and the ice cream guy, which I kind of remember. I'm gonna yep. put I remember it the ice cream. Yeah, yeah, in our private chat. I guess. Yeah, the private chat. Okay. Yeah. You, you, don't, you wish you had access to this. Oh man, just all sorts <laughs> of eBay links to a bunch of forty year old merchandise. <laughs> Absolutely, lots of t shirt links as well. Oh, yep, Steve's plugging his t shirt business. <laughs> <laughs> Not my business. You should get involved, dude. Start like you know bankrolling some of those guys. <laughs> Gator grabs or whatever. I, I'm just saying, if we're gonna bring, if we're gonna bring in like all kinds of Hasbro properties into this thing, yeah. I'm waiting for them to do the French fry robot. They, he should be there at, in some way. I think. At this yeah. Point. Let's. Yep. This is exactly what I was thinking of, Steve. Exactly what I was oh thinking. Oh my yes. god! Look at oh this. Dear. I That's had all disgusting. of these. And oh yeah. You can tell it was the '80s, man, because that chicken McNugget pack. You better believe that shaped like a styrofoam box. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Here's where you kids can put wow, your cigarettes. It's something, it's something that kills the earth that is shaped to look like something that kills the <laughs> yeah. earth. Oh, dude. It, the, the styrofoam drains the earth of energon. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> 
They're killing their own planet. They don't know what they have. This is disturbing. The French fry one, when it comes out as a, as a you know, as a robot, it looks like it's screaming in agony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because it hurts every time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so moving on here. Uh, number four, uh, it's debut at the box office. Big box comedy, No Hard Feelings with Jennifer mm. Lawrence there uh, from Sony. Uh, I- that's the movie where she's got to have sex with a... 20 year old guy she's, she's got to or date right or is it, or is it just straight up no i think i think it's she's like kind of like sort of a sex worker because like right. her par- his parents are like yes. get him out of his shell in quotation yeah. marks yeah i mean i, I didn't they, see the movie his brains out which i believe yes. was in the trailer but, uh this premiered with 15.1 million for you know a little comedy like this not i not gotta too say shabby. Like, shitty advertising campaign i had no idea this was coming out this weekend i like that's oh, true wow. i was super aware of this movie existing about three months ago when the trailer hit and i was like oh yeah. man big box comedy coming i had like and like stuff like i've been going to the movies a lot like oppenheimer is hitting me over i, I am watching that nuke every time i sit down yeah. um <laughs> yep and i just have not seen trailers for this movie in a in a while um yeah the theatrical like presence of this trailer dropped and then there yes. was like some tv but yeah i don't know maybe they didn't have uh, as much money because they were funneling all of their ad money into spider-verse or whatever i would buy that a hundred percent because like nobody i don't think anybody expects movies like this to do well anymore but this did better than i mean i expected for sure i i wanted to go see it this weekend i just didn't get around to i i I put priority on asteroid city i'm sorry uh, I mean, I, I might still just go see it, and also not for nothing, like thirty two hundred screens for a comedy, like not bad, pretty great. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. so it's it's cool that that happened. Uh, speaking of things that are cool, oh no, wait, never mind. The Flash was in third place. <laughs> uh, there it is, folks. Yeah. You love it out there. It's uh, uh, well, the Flash fever has gripped the nation clearly. Yeah. But yeah. uh, thankfully, it's fast, just like the Flash, and passes through you in a matter of days. <laughs> Flash fever has kidnapped and held without any, you know, help from anybody else uh, by Ezra Miller. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, right. that's, that's what has happened to the nation is that we've been kidnapped by him. And you know what? With all of these, uh, with all of his, their troubles, it's gr- a great idea to double down. Get two Ezra Millers and yep. they really folks. Right. You're gonna want. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want at least two. Well, could you imagine if two were unleashed on Hawaii? What would happen? <laughs> no, oh my God, there's nothing <laughs> left. Well, because yeah. it's like it's like one Ezra Miller and he's playing the annoying Barry Allen character, and then the second Ezra Miller character, and they're playing an even more annoying Barry Allen. Yep. Character. It's right. Included. So it's Ezra Miller. annoying Barry Allen, and then they're playing even somehow more <laughs> annoying Barry Allen. It's like he went into the Black Lodge, and now there's like the evil version of him, which is kind of the same. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, you would think reverse Ezra Miller would be a good guy, but I think <laughs> rather than kidnapping, he's just killing people. I think that's the opposite. I think that's reverse. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening. Um, um, I will say uh, just. You know what? Because you're you're a loyal uh, fan, it's a lock for January, folks. It's oh, yeah. just a full on lock for January, which is why I'm oh, waiting yeah. to watch it. Yes, yeah, dude, because you're you're really not missing anything. I'll tell you some uh, some interesting numbers here, though. Uh, thinking about another movie that we've been bashing a ton since it came out, uh, but to give you an idea of just how gross of a failure this is, this movie in its second week dropped seventy three percent. And that means it had a farther drop than you guessed it, 
Quantum Mania, which was just 70%. So now this movie is doing worse than Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. I mean, maybe this hopefully is the final straw in the multiverse thing, but I don't think it's going to be because I heard, has anyone else heard this rumor about the new Deadpool movie? What? what it's also multiverse garbage they're saying yeah. it could be multiverse garbage because possibly ben affleck will reprise his role as daredevil oh boy and it's like oh good okay that's why? that's good why no. exactly why why yes. why still, i've just seen this movie fucking four times why do i need to see it a fucking fifth time still it's uh, because they don't have a kidnapper and like i'm gonna still be into deadpool 3 more than this course, because yes. they don't have a goddamn kidnapper in the fucking front <laughs> row and they and they've been good in other movies it's not like ezra miller is is terrible or anything like that no, it's just, they just point, don't why would you push it why they don't have the juice for this also regardless yeah. of the high crimes and misdemeanors or cult starting or whatever the fuck was going on jewel heist Whatever was happening. It, it might have been in there. <laughs> literally just anything you can think of, yeah, it might have been there. Gator wrestling might have been in there. Cow bring, tipping. Bring back Army Hammer at this rate. You know, yeah. who cares? <laughs> All really? is forgiven. Everyone, oh, yeah. everyone come Dude, back. Here it is. Kevin here it is. Spacey. Ready? It's uh, Deadpool meets Wolverine mm-hmm. meets uh, Daredevil uh-huh. meets... I don't know, the Lone Ranger? What the fuck did Army <laughs> yeah. Hammer play? Well, actually, Army Hammer could have been another Batman if they went the the if they went really meta with sure. it with the canceled George Miller Justice League, and you get... Uh, and actually, yes. you would actually get a good flash in there, which would be, what's-his-face, who just played Captain Marvel Jr. name is Adam Brody. Oh. Way, oh. way yeah. better idea. I mean, he's... Yep. Adam Brody's a little, probably a little too old. I the problem, I mean, we'll get into it when we'll get into it. But I mean, like yeah. the Flash character was ne- was always annoying. This version of the Flash character was always annoying. Yeah. And you should have figured out a way to make that not the case. And then you also doubled down on a guy. Uh, you take you double down on somebody that like, you know, is a kidnapper and, you know, broadcasted uh, NFL games without express permission without it. You know, just yep, any crime they could have done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They posted John Wick <laughs> 4 to Twitter. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Every crime in the book. You got it. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, so, I, yeah we'll, we'll talk about it yeah. more later. But, you know, but yeah. yes. why not Aquaman? What's he yes. up to? What's I mean, that, where's that movie? We are waiting. James Wan is waiting as well. Supposedly the end of the year. And mm-hmm. if that, Stinger has anything to say about it, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Anyway. Today's episode is brought to you by fastgrowingtrees.com. Summer is here, and you know what? It's time to close your windows and crank the AC. But if you live in an apartment like me, how do you keep that apartment feeling fresh all summer as you hermetically seal you and your partner in? Plants and lots of them. We got some awesome spider plants from fastgrowingtrees.com, and we love them. They really brighten up the whole place and bring a nice smell to the house. And also, they're pet-friendly, so our cats won't die. Win-win! No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. Just like mine did. And even better, if you're someone that doesn't live in an urban hellscape and actually has a yard, FastGrowingTrees has you covered, literally. FastGrowingTrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate, from Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between. So get started today. Join over 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers. 
Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash WHM now to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash WHM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Think for a second. How many hours a week do you spend at work helping your coworkers or on the phone, talking to family, or out with friends, or even at home with your partner talking through your relationship? Now, how many hours in a given week do you focus on you? Things that are bothering you, your issues. I look forward to my weekly therapy appointment for just that reason. It's the one time of the week I can focus on myself and talk through this stuff with a well-trained professional. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. Uh, number two, somehow actually, well, you got to figure, so it's elemental. Um, and I'm wondering here, which is actually the bigger failure? And it still might be the Flash because um, I'm guessing the Flash had a larger advertising budget. Sure. than Elemental did. Sure. But this uh, this represents only a 38% drop, but it's the same budget as The Flash. The production budget is the same. So we're talking two $200 million movies. This one This looks like Candy Crush. How could it cost that much? $200 million. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, so did, I don't know who voiced uh, either The Fire or The Water. Are either of them kidnappers? No. Well, uh, actually, no. <laughs> so, that I know. If so, that might have been also. Does, uh, is, not. Uh, is Fire's dad voiced by Stephen Collins or something? <laughs> no, no, dude. Maybe. <laughs> there you go. It's it's so weird how this movie. I mean, like the the ad looked terrible from the from the jump. Nobody was excited about it, and then it just kind of came out. And obviously, it is what it is. It is what it is, and it has like a little bit more uh runway here I'd wager only because this universal's got that sea monster movie or whatever the shit that is and nobody Oh, I forgot fuck. about that. Yeah. So like, it's like if you're still trying to get to the movies for July 4th weekend, you want something for little kids, you'll probably pick Elemental over I'm a Sally the crack. Sea Hag or whatever the yeah. fuck. Oh, teenage Kraken. Crack yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. That's exciting. Should have went with the better title, <laughs> Sally the Sea Hag. Yeah, I would like that. That sounds nice. Or just go see uh, fucking Spider-Man again, which is what a lot of people did because back at number one, mm. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, folks. Uh, and we're talking uh, another $19.3 million. It's got to uh, be tough to be beaten that hard as The Flash by this animated movie that yeah. has been out for about a month and change. Uh Four weeks. Uh, and let's see. Oh, and the other thing, Steve, you're totally right. Here's another embarrassing thing. 500 fewer screens than The Flash this past week. I'm weekend. sure. I'm sure. So good gracious, that is a failure in the house that Jack Warner built. I, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you, just generally, if you have a movie starring a kidnapper, maybe release the Batgirl one where 
there isn't yes. a kidnapper in yes, the lead role. Dude. And keep the Flash one in the vault. Maybe. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe. How I, much do you think someone is kicking themselves about fucking deleting that movie forever versus releasing well, this well, shit? I guarantee it was terrible, too. Yes, I'm sure was. it was not very good. But the Warner Brothers is incapable of making good decisions. Let's not forget, when Oppenheimer comes out, that was Warner Brothers' movie to make, and they decided right. they yep, fucked fuck over, over no Nolan. Exactly, because yeah. they were like, you know what? We're always... we're all. No, yeah, I know it's the middle of the pandemic. I'm going to make this decision right now unilaterally. We'll always put our movies out on both streaming and uh, theaters with a really limited theater window. Oops. I love how that blew up to the point where that app no longer exists. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. And people thought that was the future in 2020. Stunning. Stunning how this business can take a turn on a dime. Um, and we'll talk about it later also, uh, but just real quick, I did want to point out art market-related content here with Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. It went wide this weekend and made a whopping $9 million. That's my boy. I tried to uh, see it. It was sold out. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Nothing gets huh? sold out upstate, but it was sold out. Just under 1,700 screens, which is a nice uh, little pseudo-wide release for Focus Features. And this is a cool detail, especially for folks following the specialty in art markets, which are generally like the blue hairs and the fucking World War II veterans. Like, that's your audience, right? Uh, And that's like the problem with so many Indian art house theaters. Take this to note, folks. 64% of the audience for this movie this weekend was under 35 five years of age mm. that's really fucking that's exciting great. that's a good it's really great yeah. regardless of how you feel about wes anderson yes. or maybe this movie that is a great sign for specialty box office and it's why i wanted to highlight it also because it's a great movie that we're going to talk about later yes um but yeah so there we go folks that's what's going on we'll see what happens of course uh Mr. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I don't know why I'm doing Sean Connery. It's not the movie. I'm yeah. long dead. Oh, I'm wrong dead, Indiana. Oh, they're going to Tarkin Connery. Oh, good. Oh, dude. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? I, Dude, I feel the backlash of that would have been so severe. You would have been hearing that at a con. Yeah. I would. Yeah, so, you would yeah. think. You would think. Oh, secret slipped it in there under the wire, dickhead. <laughs> but he's so old now that Indiana Jones that the dial has the big buttons. So he can <laughs> Maybe it's I gotta like put a- on the. I gotta put my flashlight on my dial of destiny so I can see what I'm doing in this restaurant. Can't read the menu, Marion. Trying to what slide are the specials? Up, trying to slide up my cell phone so I can get the flashlight to work. Uh, I don't not, know why. Not doing it. I don't know why they call it an Olive Garden, Marion. I don't see a garden anywhere. <laughs> Eric, I think you make that same joke on a Temple of Doom episode, oh, by the way. So people nice. might find that out in a couple of days or tomorrow, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, that's all right, because like we're juggling a lot of titles here throughout the season. We're juggling a lot of titles. I'm on screen live and you got to juggle a lot of titles when you figure out what's coming through the movie poop shoot. And one way we keep track of that is with this cleverly named segment we like to call trailer segment. So we got a couple here today. One that I was, I'll say, pleasantly surprised surprised to watch. Uh, so let's see, folks at home, of course, uh, if you're watching here on, on YouTube, in the show info below, uh, you can find the links to the three trailers we're going to watch today. First up, uh, in the land of who asked for this, uh craven the hunter i haven't seen any of these trailers yet so i'm kind of excited you know I, I, these will be new ones for me i've been kind of saving this craven one to have a live reaction because i mean it's such a great idea 
to make a Spider-Man villain movie where the Spider-Man villain's most famous thing that he ever did was commit fucking suicide <laughs> no. as a as a standalone film without without Spider-Man. It's a great idea. Wow. So maybe this is like a kind of a depressing movie <laughs> about a guy going through some stuff and eventually I, he I've seen the trailer already. And- no, definitely no? not. No. <laughs> not. None of what you're saying happens. Damn. Yeah. No, uh, Craven's Last Hunt is the big, it was a, it's, one <laughs> uh-huh. of the, it's one of the bigger graphic novels. The Last Hunt Earl- is myself. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> I am both hunter and prey. Yeah, uh, this is out 10-6 from Sony, directed by J.C. Shandor. So if you liked Margin Call and that Robert Redford boat movie. J.C. Sh- Shandor, did he uh, He built the building in Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> 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 he actually directed some totally secret Netflix Oscar Isaac action movie in oh, like triple 2019. Frontier. Oh, yes. right. Triple so Frontier. I think, I think that's what may have gotten him here. That was you supposed just- to be made for like years. That was supposed to be Catherine Bigelow's uh, follow-up to Hurt Locker. Oh, uh, wow. and they just got run around so many times. It just ended up at Netflix with JC Shandor. I just love that. Like you, a, a director that makes any movie whatsoever that, you know, you get Paul called into the boss's office and they're like, ah, what are you, what superheroes we got? I got a uh, Craven, the hunter. And you gotta be like, Oh, I love, I, I grew up loving Craven. The oh hunter. yeah. I just, oh. Oh, I could just see a movie of that where you pay me a lot of money and I make a movie of that. Oh, well, a, I'll uh, I'll I'll show you my Craven the Hunter tattoo after I get it after I get the job and then <laughs> yes. on the press tour <laughs> I'll be like see I've been a hardcore Craven fan since I was a teenager oh yeah well isn't this all just an attempt to create like because DC cracked the code they made a villain movie that made a lot of money. Yeah. It's referring to Suicide Squad. Uh, Joker. I, I, I yeah. Oh, Joker. Joker. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but like, so do they, I, I, you know, I forget these movies immediately. There is no equivalent to that in Marvel yet, is there? No. Not to my they, knowledge. They've not made a, a Marvel villain Listen, something movie. cannot yeah. be standalone, Chris. But also, I mean, Impossible. I'm going to make a wild guess here that Craven is not a villain in this movie, just like Morbius wasn't a villain in his movie. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. sort of, we just, it's just like literally just scraping the literally scraping the bottom of the barrel of these superheroes to just make something happen because they can't do that thing the thing that joker did where it's like this is dangerous oh people are gonna go out and kill each other over this movie don't you know (laughs) and like you can't do that with the marvel movie because you can't get that dark with the marvel movie but what's funny with the joker thing it's like that movie was initially like this is a one-off and then now you can't just because it was successful now you got to keep making them and now Mm -hmm. everything that Oh, you yeah. might want to do something different with now needs to be made in perpetuity. Look, I might kill just, somebody. You, I might kill somebody if they gave me a ticket to Craven the Hunter. I might, Chris. <laughs> it's a dangerous movie, dude. If you want to keep making these Joker movies and that's what keeps Todd Phillips busy, hey, I'm fine with sure. that. <laughs> I will say about this: this is the trailer of the three that I could not believe uh, made me a little excited for this movie, guys. So we Ooh, should watch it. Yeah, watch I mean, it. you'll you will immediately know why. Okay. Uh, and there is a preview for the preview, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, in three, two, one, go. His hunt. Oh my god! It's oh my god! His hunt is starting. It's Ooh. first hunt right here. Spiders are creepy. <laughs> mm. They sure are. So, so he's, he's got like powers, Steve. No, he doesn't. Um, oh. But I mean, I guess in this version, he does. Now he does. <laughs> now he does, baby. He yeah, got bit his- by a spider, maybe. I think I got bit by a hunter. 
<laughs> you got bit by our friend Bran. <laughs> now he turned into this guy. Dude, here we go. What? Oh, wow. Daddy Crow. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I love What a this. delivery. Oh. So are we doing like a Nolte thing here? Is he going to be the villain? Probably. Oh, going to kill your daddy? Kind of might be, I, yeah. I think there's numerous villains in this one. The lion's a villain, too. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Yes. Oh, by the lion. The lion is the thing. Uh, yeah. You're not wrong, Chris. Oh, no. Watch, watch this. The... Wait for it. Oh, oh whatever. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> wrong. Incorrect. He's got the power of a lion now. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's Lion Man. It's not Craven the Hunter. It's yeah. Lion Man. Ooh, dude, Lion Man. I'd watch whatever that became. It looks like Alessandro Nivola's the bad guy, by the okay. way. Yeah. So they say in this he communicates with animals, Steve. So yeah, even better. Whatever. All yeah. I need is a drop. He's master. Yes. master. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. nice stabs. Yes. Cuts. All right. Rips. Right. Oh, dude, you fucking bit one of his face off. Yes. Yes. That's wild. Dude, just a heinously R-rated movie. Look at this. Oh, yeah. keep an eye on that bear trap. Oh, yes, yes. Right, oh but now we're seeing God. everything I want to see a little bit too early, folks, but yeah. that's okay. So I now, mean, you, you do need to get my attention. Oh, I, <laughs> yes. All I need is a drop of live animal blood to go into my bloodstream and I can get their power. I <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. I got something to do after this show. <laughs> You go to the zoo, dude. No, yeah. he's gonna be Eric's gonna turn into a house cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll be even fattier and lazier than I am now. You're standing in him. Oh, get fucked. Well, so he doesn't have an accent. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. I mean, a three-minute trailer. I just saw that whole damn movie, but I oh, yeah. wait. Yeah, he's doing it. Oh yeah. no, he's the rhino. Yep. yep. Wow. Don't you want to know why they call me the rhino? What a what an easy line to deliver. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. I'm, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I, I'll just watch fucking brutality for sure. an hour and change, whatever. Oh totally well, yeah. I mean, it's it. it's dumb as dirt, and it might might have another slot in the uh, in January. It might be <laughs> yeah. a busy, sure. Might be a busy January for us boys. But oh, um, I think we're gonna have uh, well, a lot to pick from, Steve. Do we think Morbius is gonna is gonna be coming in and like wow. some Jared Leto? Like, I would like that. Mm. It would just be hilarious if it was the same like Michael Keaton yes. thing, and he's like. Do you want to go catch Spider Man? And Craven the Hunter's like, "Who's Spider Man?" End of that movie. Yep. Also, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Rhino though, man, and it looks like to be not a suit. Yeah, it looks like he's turning into a Rhino person, which uh, is you know. And I think uh, on uh, uh, God, I forget her name from West Side Story. Uh, on Andre Dubois. Yeah, Ariana Dubois. She's somebody as well, or they are somebody as well. Yes, uh, uh, I forget. Oh, they're a character. They also turn into somebody. Yeah, they're they're a character. I forget which one though. Oh, that's we'll weird. Look it up while we go transfer to the next trailer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that comes out. Uh, when did I say that, that comes She's out? She's playing. Uh, I'm sorry, they are playing Calypso. 
Oh, that yeah. I, well, I'm gonna say I would have guessed they change it a little bit because uh, what we get uh, on the character biography, she's a voodoo priestess who uses magic potions. So I'm oh. gonna guess we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna update that a touch, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Softened it a touch. I hope so. Mm. Um, hey, speaking of options for next year, fellas, just gonna put this out here. The next trailer up is Heart of Stone. Oh, nice. Oh, no. Uh, oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Gal Gadot. <laughs> Returning to that picture. The Can you put that genre. back up for a second? Absolutely. No. Look at look how hard it is to think. <laughs> no. Anyway, no. I gotta say, no, yeah. I was Very surprised fancy. about how assy her cameo was in the Flash. Like, it's a lot of her ass in that in that cameo. Oh, I thought you meant like the cameo itself was ass. It is no, ass. no. Like the costume, <laughs> I think is just they might have updated it a touch where it's like, and eh, there's a little more of your ass in this one. I was like, all right. Oh, I see. I, well, I, Anything to desperately trick people into coming to the movies. We're going to get to it, of course. But, like, dude, this constant need to, like, play the theme song when she enters is so fucking It's so bad. It's laughable this way. It feels like a fucking Mr. Show bit, honestly. It does. You're right. So this is Heart of Stone out 811 from Netflix. And this person, the director, Tom Harper... Not a lot. Seems like a gun for hire sort of director here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Heart of Stone trailer in three, two, one, go. It's a plane. Oh, and a motorcycle. Yeah. Yep. And a swimming pool. Oh, it's got everything. So it's mm. like her. Oh. Uh, mm. So it's like a Jason Bourne kind of a scenario. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's a lot of green screen action coming your way. From the producers of a movie that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> was she wearing a Canadian tuxedo right I there? What was so. that? Yeah. It's just such vague mm. whatever. I got Hmm. Ooh, okay. light up light up parachutes. That's kind of cool. You didn't expect a light up parachute, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Who are any of the guys on no, this? Team? I have no idea. Oh, here we go. There's some oh, of course. like all, all powerful uh, device. Uh, I am glad that we're oh, is this what's this? is that some JB Dornan? Or we got yes, some JB Dornan is. happening here? Oh wow. Fifty Shades of Stone. Yeah, Jamie Dornan, secretly a bumblebee, FYI. Um, <laughs> always remember that. Oh, the I, heart oh is ah. their like, device. I see. I am glad because it looked like for a second, one shot, it was like uh-huh. her messing around in the Middle East. I'm like, get her out of there. Get <laughs> yeah. her out of there. Yeah, she, already di- she already did in her <laughs> mandatory service. Don't worry. Exactly. <laughs> Showtime. Let's, let's stay oh, in the Arctic, yeah. wherever else we're going. So it's a computer thing that uh-huh. makes bad things happen. <laughs> it's sort of I'm trying like, to figure um, out what this fucking plot is. Well, no. like it's it kind of reminds me of what was that Shia LaBeouf movie Eagle Eye, where yes. that was like a device that in the wrong hands could do a bunch of global terror. Dude, heart or no heart, I'm coming for you. What a line. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because they're saying that's like, that's the through line yeah. of this whole thing is like the heart. We have to get the heart. They Ew. have the heart. Now they have the heart. 
And her name is Stone. Yes, she is Stone. And big, she's okay. big note. Well, you know what is interesting about that movie, though, is that it is already, you've, uh, there have already been 50 million viewers uh, oh, wow, of that movie. Amazing. Netflix yes. is saying already 50 million people have seen that movie. <laughs> it is the, one of their top uh, viewing, uh, viewed movies ever. It, it's yeah. already, it's amazing that's already it's happened. changed like that. the world. <laughs> yes. Just like Red Notice. Everybody's seen it. Everybody's talking about oh, yeah, it. Oh, people love those movies. Yes. I've, and, I've seen Red Notice 50 times. And everybody uh, remembers it. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. We, uh, I got a funny comment here. Uh, Rashad chimes in to say that this movie could be called Task Unpossible. <laughs> yeah, a touch, a touch. I like that. Yeah, it's I, I. It could be an action-packed January on We Hate. <laughs> that is all I'm saying. Uh, finally, we got to something here with no poster art yet, uh, but it's the new based on true events comedy, Dumb Money. Uh, this is it. Is, a, is it loosely based on Pete Davidson's life? <laughs> Isn't that every uh, pro, every every one of his has to be bit. based on his life in some way? This is a movie about the uh, the stock run on GameStop yeah. and all these uh, Reddit people were fucking with billionaires or something. I don't really know how the stock market works, so I can't explain it better than that. <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. This is out end of September from Sony makes me wonder if this may bow at Toronto this year uh, directed by Craig Gillespie who after I Tanya I'm still waiting to make a good movie again mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be nice it'd be nice <laughs> uh, so here we go dumb money trailer in three two one go so it is a slobs versus snobs movie sure. that's good uh, well, of, of the trailer of the trailer folks oh, yes. nice. Yep. nice yep yep r rated i appreciate the language mm. <laughs> i like dano man me too. Yeah. me too yep not so much that shailene woodley now That baby doesn't know profanity yet. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm watching the movie. That's nice. Yep. <laughs> oh, good. It's oh, probably the first scene of the movie right here. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I like that shirt, though. Mm. Tie-dye with cats on it. You know, tie-dye's back, and I don't know if I'm into it. I got to see what's going to happen. I got to see what's going to Oh man, you're so rich. You just have a huge pig in your office, <laughs> and it's not you. <laughs> uh huh. So this is like someone saw uh, Adam McKay movie and was yeah. like, "Let's oh, do yeah. it." What well, short is I- all over this? This red bandana around his head—is he going to play Russian roulette or something? <laughs> he's 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 simultaneously giving stock tips and watching Cobra Kai season four. <laughs> Ooh, I like Offerman playing another stern mm-hmm. son of a bitch. I already saw this in the trailer for the trailer. <laughs> mm. <laughs> My mind is just broken, dude. So many levels to dumb money. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, you can afford to get fucking vaccinated now, Shailene. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so the, it doesn't cost that much. The concept of the trailer <laughs> of the trailer is because most of your impressions are within the first few seconds, and that yeah. way they get an idea, even if they don't watch it. That's yeah, that's a smart idea, dude. Possibly we're gonna yeah. start doing that with this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Sebastian Stan, by the way, yeah. uh, working with Craig Gillespie again, and I like America Ferrera too. Sure. You just got that Pete Davidson all over the place. People love him. And now he sounded like the Riddler again. Easy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Paul Dano making fucking webcam videos again. Uh-oh. And the Riddler killing rich people? I'll watch it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It looks like uh, to be a nice rent it when it comes yeah. out yeah sure. that's like an yeah. airplane but here i am also saying like you know hey big box comedies back in the theater but it's this particular kind of like financial story set comedy that i think is different from wanting to support the jennifer lawrence yes. movie oh, in theaters because yes. that's not that's not supposed to be just just a comedy like no this no is hard be- it's supposed to be very serious it's like big short everything's like big short it's right. a little serious but also funny and mm. that, doesn't that make it better uh and it doesn't it's uh, like I, I, every time i get annoyed with movies like that like i like yeah. parts of the big short and other parts yeah. are so fucking condescending and stupid yes. that i immediately want to uh, uh, just bow out uh side of blackberry which was very funny and yes. very uh prescient is whatever but it was, it was a funny good dramedy situation yeah still still check out that black anybody check out that the flaming hot cheetos not a, your lot life. Of, a lot no, of drama yet. in that movie or what not on your life <laughs> the director a uh, directorial debut of eva longoria i That's no, right. I, I i i skipped it it's you know it's fine <laughs> uh so anyway that's some stuff that's coming up and who knows you're looking at at least two we might be talking about in january mm-hmm. so there's that uh so hey uh Couple of things to announce, gang, before we get on with the rest of the program here. First up, uh, dropped this morning. So if you're a current Patreon subscriber at the $10 level or up, you already know, uh, or the $8 level and up, excuse me, uh, you already know that our Spider-Man No Way Home and Terry released today. Uh, so you're going to want to check that out. It was a lot of fun. A uh, lot of Tom Holland impressions, a lot of Defoe. <laughs> I make a I make a joke that doesn't really kill in that, so I'm going to go talk to my reality bending friend to destroy yes. the universe uh-huh. to make sure that this you comes should. out better the next time around. <laughs> now, would that would, would you cast the spell so that the joke is better, or people think the current joke is way funnier? No, they said I was never born. I would just go that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like really at this point, got it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. me out of here. Yeah. Um, but another big announcement. This is this is right now, gang. This is as of 10 a.m. this morning. Uh-oh. We have a new live show announced that we're getting uh getting some early notice out for because that's right, we're talking it's gonna be Christmas in almost July at the moment, because December 7th, we'll be at White Eagle Hall in beautiful Jersey City, New Jersey, talking, uh-oh. The Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes, it is a oh, day that goodness. will live in infamy. December <laughs> 7th, we'll be talking about a disaster that took place That's in our right. country known as the Santa Claus. <laughs> and just Indeed. in time for Christmas. And I got to say, a great venue, White Eagle Hall. I go there. I've been there a ton. It's right up the street from me. Jersey City, for you city folks, not 
difficult to get to just an FYI like, what, like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. really, it sounds like, Oh my God, Jersey city. Where is that? Do I have to take a bus or what you take? You can take the path train. You're there. Right. Easy peace. Yeah. It's easy, not, easy, not, easy, not easy. hard at all. Very easy. Andrew, and, could you put that poster back up for a second? You mm. got it. I think your body's on backwards. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 he's got an ass butt. Yeah, he's got ass, ass belly. Yeah. Ass belly. Over ass there. belly. I like uh, ass, ass belly. I thought you said ass gut. Yeah, you know, oh, ass gut, ass belly. I love it all. You They're know both what? Good. We're making fun of him, but we did talk to Tim Allen before we decided to do the show. And he is to to help us get people in for the show. He will be dumping a bunch of gasoline and oil into the Jersey port, <laughs> much like he did in Michigan, to right, make sure that everybody knows sure. that he's there and, in New and Jersey, supporting no one the show. Would notice though, Chris. No. <laughs> he's got to do bigger. On. He's got to go bigger. I, I it's understand. It's beautiful that. out here, folks. Yes, it's the Garden State. I heard mm, that is I'm still looking for it. I think it's about the Parkway, right? <laughs> uh, so anyway, head over to whmpodcast.com. Click on that tour button. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Now, if you can even believe it. Uh, so while we won't be inundating you with reminders of this every week from here until December 7th, uh, we're getting word out now because you can get tickets as of today. And our last New Jersey show sold out. So FYI, you do want to get those tickets early. Yeah, that's right. You want to do that. Uh, all right. So shit we've been watching uh, the past couple weeks. Let's get right into one of them here because I know a few of us have checked it out. Secret Invasion, the new Marvel show that premiered on Disney Plus last Wednesday. Uh, Chris Cabin, did you see? I know Steve watched it. I I am completely done. Marvel TV (laughs) shows, not happening. I'm sorry. I will will keep up with the movies because they're movies and I I like movies. But I I am not none of this. I fell asleep to this. (laughs) I tried. I I fell right asleep. Maybe it's good. I don't know. No, I do think this is a really sleepy show and I don't know why the direction is as such. Uh, It's really dark. Everyone's whispering. Uh, Yeah. Like there's, th- a, this- there's, there's, there's a secret invasion. Thing. Well, that's the thing. You I whisper got, because that's this. what. That's how you spy. That's how you be a spy. Oh, you spy. whisper. I'm spying. I'm spying. <laughs> I was. Here. Ben Mendelsohn is here. He's, he's <laughs> Here's the thing. I like <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. I'm really excited about uh, uh, Sam Jackson getting more than just a cameo. Yes. These are things that are exciting. I think the, the direction is very dull. Uh, like the the actual direction, the, the set direction, and honestly, like the the comic that it's based on makes more sense uh, and i wish they went that direction which is like the avengers are going through it like oh my god which of us is a scroll who's right. a scroll oh, like, yeah. that yeah. is interesting why That's, would you yeah. make a nick fury movie it would exactly. be number one at the box office sam jackson goes across all quadrants yes yeah. yeah um i gotta say yeah i watched the first episode I had to fucking put subtitles on when President Dermot Mulroney is just whispering to Don Cheadle in the White House <laughs> yeah, for some yeah, I'm reason. The, I'm the president. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't even that. It was he's not whispering through the whole scene. Yes. And then he just goes, take care of it. <laughs> like it, it reminded me of the fucking the Disney like what was like the Little Mermaid like take off all your clothes. <laughs> yes. It's just this whisper out of fucking nowhere. And I was like, why were you whispering, Mulroney? Just talk normally. What's what's so suspicious about telling someone to take care of it? I'm a spy. And, I'm a spy, and you should take your clothes off. Yeah. And the two action sequences aren't fantastic. Although I will say, Ben Mendelsohn's superhero fighting somebody—that's kind of fun. You don't expect it, that to happen. It was interesting to look at, but like you're right. That, that's kind of funny, Steve, because I wasn't aware that the comic was in such yeah. a different direction. But the whole time, I was like. 
this seems like one of those things where it would be okay to call those dudes on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Like this is a big problem of like earth ending proportion. And like, I think the way that they think they're getting around it, at least with this first episode and who knows, maybe someone does pop in, but guaranteed it's not going to be anybody you care about. Like, I don't know. It just kind of seems like they're like, uh, you know, yeah, it's really big. Yeah. It's, you know, totally unimportant, but also like, they're aware of it. Like they, mm-hmm, yes. they know about it. Like as they, they bring up like a Captain Marvel, like, yeah. well, you know, Nick Fury and Captain Marvel have been fighting these dudes for 30 years. She's probably not going to show up in this. Maybe in the last episode, maybe not. Who knows? Like, I yeah. don't know. It just seemed like for what they're telling me, the weight of the story is yes. the storytelling does not. Uh, it's not the equivalent weight. Like because it just, it seems off balance. We're keeping it in that shield world with Martin Freeman. I'm sure maybe what's her name? Maybe Julia Louis-Dreyfus will show up. Like maybe that's sure. going to be the big get. But I mean, again, like you've got this world populated with all these huge characters. Yeah. And I think that this is one of those stories that warrants them. And I, I mean, like, we'll see. I, I'm, yeah. I'm like C minus on the show right now. Maybe it'll, it'll get to a C plus or a B. I'll, and it's only six episodes. So I'm going to give it a shot. I'll go th- yeah. all the way through it. I realized that and I was like, all right, this isn't that tough of a commitment to, to yes. get through. Also, should, I'll say Olivia Coleman yes. is a big Oscar winner mm-hmm. in your movies. That, that's frankly a large gap. Also, say. the AI opening we should denounce. Oh, boo. Yeah. Oh, it, looks like shit. it looks like fucking shit. It looks like all AI shit. And I love that the production company that made it was like trying to come out in defense of it. Like, we only used it a little bit of the yeah. time. It's like, I don't know, man. That's a cheat code, Ben. You fucking yeah. used a cheat code on your intro, and it looks like shit. Well, I mean, listen, Disney, you know, I mean, Inside Out didn't do so great. They're, they're hard financial times over there. You got to tighten their belt somehow. Sure. Uh, because they're, oh, wait, no, they're billionaires. No, yeah, they're, they're absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, never mind. Oh, never mind. Just don't, it's just, you know, you don't have to hire talent anymore. That's nice, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have That's to, right. like, actually care about it. You just have to give the computer something to do. It's nice. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Uh, hang on here. There's, uh, someone in the comments that, uh, I'm going to work on blocking really quickly. Yeah. I get, I just, this is coming for you, Isaac. Out of here, motherfucker. Wait, what Goodbye. was that? I don't know who Sheldon Cooper is. Uh, he's the fucking, um, Oh, young Sheldon. Stupid, oh, yeah. Sheldon. Yeah. Big yeah. Bang Theory. I'm get another yeah. comment in there calling us four American virgins. Uh, Motherfucker, I got shit to do. I don't have time for your fucking pathetic comments. Via con Dios. To, to be clear, I, I I definitely looked and acted like Sheldon Cooper for most of my life. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, dude. It's definitely no very similar. Dude, I'm I, very smart, of course. If I was skinny like Sheldon Cooper, I'd be doing much better than this. I was going to say this guy's complimenting us. Yeah, so. I was going to say. I, 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 I don't wear bow ties, but that's the one thing I, I would go back on. Everything else... Sounds like Sheldon's got it pretty good. Yeah, they're all thin, handsome nerds that make a lot of money in some sort of technology job. Mm. Mm. I'll get them. Whatever. Fuck off, dude. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, the thing about Secret Invasion, dude, and, like, they tried to weave it into, like, it's part of the theme because it's, like, you don't know who anybody, and it's, like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You tried to cut corners. You got called on it. You look like assholes getting caught with your pants down. Yes. no, nah, no one's buying it. Like you should redo it. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for all involved. Uh, there it goes. Um, speaking of embarrassing for all involved, we've all seen, well, most of all of us have seen the flash. Uh, and again, since it will, that's a definite January. Yeah. Um, 
We don't need to spend too much time on it here, but just some initial thoughts that may lead into the January conversation or something. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, to yeah. Chris's point, we should have we should have seen Batgirl and not this. I don't know. Yep. I know this was probably they thought that the upside was higher here and like something, something. I love how James Gunn had to hold water for this movie. It's like, this is going to set up yep. my my multiverse. Like, no, it's not. Like, it's, no, you, it's not. And I mean, like, I get it. It's your new job. You, you can't talk. Uh, sure. Shit, the, the, the company asks you to, to go out there and like defend a really shitty movie. You're going to do it, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah I just watched uh, Aubrey Plaza is saying that the new Marvel show is the most elevated that's ever been. And I'm like, no, stop. I, I, Wait, Aubrey wait, Plaza oh. said Secret Invasion. No, is no, no, another no. new one. It's called it's, Agatha and some coven. Yeah, it's the, it's the, what do you call it there? The, the, the WandaVision spinoff. spinoff. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, she's in it. And like, the, it's just. Why? There's your like, Craven why? the Hunter fucking Marvel angle right there. Mm-hmm. That's another bullshit. Who who cares about that character having anything? I mean, it was so popular from that WandaVision show. I guess I get it, but just I found the whole character. We're never not going to have. It's always going to be that. It's yeah. there's yeah. that that person in the background now. Now it's there. Sure. Yeah. But and I mean, like the the, the multi. I mean, we're, we have to stop with the multiverse stuff. I we're mean, never we really, going to. I, really I know. I know. We're, so. we're not. Because this and I mean, is an like, excuse to make, be even lazier in your presentation. Yeah. You're totally and right. Quicker to nostalgia grabbing cash. It's it is. It's because it now it's because it used to be a thing where these movies. Uh, if you think about it, like those, yeah. even those X Men movies, there would always be like little Easter eggs about like, oh shit, they just looked at Beast on a, on a they said Beast's name on a keyboard. Maybe Beast will be in the next movie, yeah. and yep. then so on and so forth, and all mm-hmm. these, you know, like the the so on so you know, all, all the the Nick Fury uh, cameos and stuff. We were looking forward. It was like, who is going to play these exciting characters going sure, right. forward now? Yeah. It's all what what did we do already? What who who can we get back to do yep. whatever? And it's like, oh man, it's that fucking failed Daredevil movie. Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe we'll fucking CGI Michael Clark Duncan's poor dead body in the next one. I can't wait for that. You <laughs> oh, know what I mean? So yeah, fun. it's it's just uh, a computer Michael Clark Duncan looking at Vincent D'Onofrio and everybody's <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Uh well, I, another thing that I think is just a big uh tell of that Steve is this stinger that's at the end of the flash, which, you know, I don't think is a spoiler at all, folks. It's just nothing telling happens. You, it's just it's Aquaman drunk at a bar. And mm-hmm. it's like, hey, remember that Aquaman movies coming? Maybe, I, you know, we still got some movies like you're fucking digging through the scraps of yes. nothing to try to just glue up this embarrassing stinger scene that, that- may as well just be like the, the opening scene of Aquaman or some shit. Yeah, I, I I don't quite get like very rarely have I seen a movie that so reflects its creation. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's just so chaotic. So uh, everything that's going on, I'm like the tone is all over the place. Yep, and, mm-hmm. and, and we're we'll save this for when we do the episode. But the second half is maybe some of the worst looking filmmaking yep. I've ever seen among uh-huh. the worst. I I, I can't say for sure because I haven't really done the research. And but- I mean, this thing has been sitting around <laughs> like fix that CGI if that's the case, dude. Like while you're while you keep punting this release date six months at a time, go yeah. in there, look at it and fix it. But, you know, but it, you know I, I think I think that so much of that time bubble stuff has to look like garbage ugh. for the fucking characters through the years round up horseshit thing that you have at the end of the movie because there's no way to make that not look terrible and it's like okay then like 
everything with Ron Livingston and like anybody else who comes into that time bubble that's in the movie and is alive yes. also has to look like shit so it can cover yes. how everything else looks like that's shit. That's fair. I got to say, um, and this is this is just, this is, a, this is a trailer for our episode. Yeah. Get ready for about 30 minutes on Flash's surprisingly Italian mother. Forget mm -hmm. about it, man. Just fucking, that Wait. is... That is money in the bank. That's money in the We Hate Movies bank. Is she isn't it the woman from uh, Itumama Tambian? It is, yeah. But yeah. she's playing an Italian woman because she's oh. talking about the sauce the whole She's making <laughs> pasta that whole movie. It's quite weird. And I think, again, that's just the thing that was like, well, uh, Michael Keaton has an analogy to spaghetti later in the movie. So <laughs> we got to keep that, even though we cast the woman from Itumama Tambian to play the mother. Like, that's what has. Uh, yeah. I, it's, it's just, just it's disaster. fucking stupid. But it is, you're right, because Barry Allen has a line in the movie where he's like, and every Sunday I came home to my mom's house for pasta. Oh, so yeah, I was like, what like, the fuck are I, you talking about? I, it's it's I think, yeah, she she's probably she probably is a Latina woman. She is playing an Italian in that movie and 30 minutes done. Wow. Just, just lock it in. <laughs> lock stuff. it in. Uh yeah, it's bad. And and I'm sure, you know, here's one thing I'll say as like a nice whatever about the movie even though it means fucking nothing but sasha cal as a uh, supergirl i thought was really interesting and what this movie tells me is i'm a fucking idiot for thinking yeah. that <laughs> and i'm never gonna see it again so fuck me for thinking well, that and feeling that you, in the first you, place. you are going to be seeing it again and you are going to hate yourself while we do it for <laughs> january yeah, i guess I, that's I, true. I i i do think uh, i mean that part is She's not the problem with the problem with it is how they treat Supergirl in the movie. Yeah. The, it, it's oh, yeah. horrendous. Uh, it, it's and like, yeah, like we said, this this multiverse stuff is not going to end until everybody agrees that Ready Player One was pretty good. <laughs> that is when this will all end. That is the only key to all this is to be like, OK, the first one was good. Maybe now. We can admit that shit, but, but it's, that's a it's not going to end. Good point, Chris, because that is like patient zero. And then we got Space Jam and then we got all this shit with the superhero movies. Mm -hmm. You got to go back because and now it's just like naked milking of nostalgia, whereas oh, yeah. it was some kind of it wasn't necessarily that in Ready Player One. I don't like it, but like it wasn't necessarily that this is just all blatantly like, don't you remember being a kid when things were better? Yes. Come yeah. on. At least <laughs> Come Ready, on, everybody. Ready, Ready Player One had to set up the whole Oasis thing. It wasn't just yes. like, look who showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, we, look who's here in my look, movie. Ooh. Uh, we love it. Look who showed up. <laughs> what? What? And this, and we, we, we will go through it when we're actually like talking things and spoiling things in the episode for January. January and also not to spoil it for Eric here uh, and folks at home that maybe haven't had a chance to horribly I mean, should, sit should, through this. You shouldn't have a chance to see it. But man, oh man, the the end of this movie is the biggest. Well, look who showed up, <laughs> and you can go fuck yourself. Uh huh. Uh, moving over for January. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on to a uh, much better movie, Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Yeah. Uh, the three of us caught this. Um, I got to say, as much as I was a huge fan of French Dispatch, I kind of think I liked this more. Interesting. Uh, that might just be me. I know, Steve, based on your letterbox rating, you like this the least of all of us. I did. It's weird. I'm, uh, and again, like, not, I, I love Wes Anderson movies. The only one I don't like at all is Isle of Dogs. Everything else is on a like to love spectrum. This is on, in the like verse for me. Like, I really liked it. Yeah. I think it's a little overstuffed with characters. I wasn't crazy about 
because uh, I think that the, the heart of the movie is Schwartzman and Johansson, who are fucking fantastic in the oh, movie. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, later on, uh, a character who I won't reveal because for Eric's uh, her, her her one scene is really fantastic as well. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Those things really moved me and everything else. There's just a lot of like Hope Davis is fucking around. Steve Carell is fucking around. Liv Schreiber, mm-hmm. like a lot of that stuff. I'm just sort of like tapping my and, and like Adrian Brody, Hong Chow, like again. I like all of these people, but the movie yeah. is a little overstuffed with them. And I don't even think their jokes are fantastic. So like that, it, it just sort of takes away from what I think is a really, really good central story. It looks beautiful. It's, it is hilarious. There's, it, it, it's, it's a movie I really like, but I think I like it a little less for those reasons. Oh, I, I, you know, I think, I mean, you hit on something that I think is very important with Wes Anderson is that you're, you're right. He does overstuff, but like he's the one guy I think is actually still juggling all the things. Yep. Whereas I think everybody else overstuffs and it's just like, well, we're getting like two or three of these things. And then maybe <laughs> this fourth one we'll bring in. There's the, t- there's the typewriter. I'm going to do that now. Uh, but like this one, I, I feel and I think he's been preparing us for this because the French Dispatch was the way it was in the Grand Budapest Hotel. They're both much more sprawling. They're much more yeah. big. And like he's moving away from those two focal points. The way, like, yeah. I can see why someone would be like Jason Schwartzman and Scarlett Johansson are the heart of this movie. That is not where I went at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw it as, as sprawling as Dispatch and Grand Budapest Hotel, but in a, a, a very. Uh, a, a smaller setting like it's not as big as like french dispatch goes everywhere yeah and like yeah. it is the one that I, I i will say i like french dispatch more than i like asteroid city ditto by but not by a i, I think a yeah. second viewing might bump it up that's uh, that's that's, that's where I am possible. with Asteroid City. I do. I'm holding out for a second viewing because I, I actually I liked French Dispatch. We rewatched it for to get into Asteroid City mode, and I liked that. A, I, I like French Dispatch a lot more on the second viewing, even though I liked yeah. it a lot. On the I gotta go back. Kind of left me cold when I saw yeah. it. Mm-hmm. French that Dispatch. Movie. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting, Steve, because I think for all the reasons you said things didn't work, all of those things worked for me. Mm-hmm. For those reasons, um, Carell interestingly he had me going mm. and it's it's funny to think about things sometimes because that was supposed to be bill murray mm-hmm. and then bill murray got covid and wasn't gonna wasn't that tom hanks who was no to no it was carell was okay i think hanks is always supposed to be hanks and hanks is fantastic in that movie he well. He's really that good. was that was a real like oh is this gonna work mm-hmm. and i think it's honestly a credit to wes anderson being able to direct actors that like Here's someone like Tom Cruise, you know, or Tom Hanks, arguably like one of the biggest mm-hmm. stars in Hollywood history, comes into this movie and he just he's on the level as everybody else. Like it's not a massive role. He's mm-hmm. clearly there in a supporting 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 role, but like it's emotional, it's stilted and weird. Yeah. Like everything you're supposed to do when you're inside the Wes Anderson world he's able to do. Yeah. And I was I was pleasantly surprised by that. But yeah, Johansson and, and Schwartzman together, just those back and forth through the windows yeah. are some of the best things I think he's ever done. I yep. really loved it. Um, I really just thought it was funny. And I like the fact that like, yeah, like Chris, you were talking about the containment of it all. It's kind of like a Wes Anderson bottle movie, like mm-hmm. a bottle episode in a movie. Like they don't leave that town really. And I kind of like that. And I liked, you know, I like the boy that plays uh, Schwartzman's son mm. and like 
his scenes with Tilda Swinton, I thought were really cool. Jeffrey Wright had me fucking oh, screaming with well, laughter. Yeah, he, everything, everything he says is amazing. And Tony yeah. Rivoli as his little sidekick is amazing. Yeah, yeah I yeah. was pleased to see him back too. I, it's it's a lot of the stuff that I love in Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, for some, I, I I am holding out for that second viewing. It left me a touch on the colder side that I was I was surprised at the end. I was like, huh, yeah. and I just liked it. You know. Um. Oh, and you know Jarvis Cocker playing uh, in the band there that was pretty oh, sweet that's oh, interesting and, and sue jorge is is there too yep. i believe yes yeah. yeah. in the in the band George, like I all of how to say his name. uh all the stuff with um yeah that band and rupert friend another yes. surprisingly welcome yep. addition uh to the wes anderson universe i was uh, surprised that he stayed in his inquisitor garb the whole movie it really kind of <laughs> it was a little weird for me like to see the star wars mix but it, it worked it worked it was good <laughs> I was also that would have been great actually if he had that costume on. <laughs> I never. Uh, I don't. I think I stopped watching Stranger Things when she showed up. But I was really. I was taken with Maya Hawk in this. I thought she's she great. Really, yeah, she's yes. with her, oh, right. her with uh, uh, her friend and the kids. I thought was really fantastic stuff. Yes. No. She. Yeah. She's. Yeah. I, I liked her a lot in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, if it is expanded near you, gang, try to check it out. It's yes. a, it's a good one to catch in theaters. Um, Really quick, because I know we're going over here. Uh, I'm just going to say two seconds on Extraction 2, uh, which I watched last night. Uh, you know, nothing to say other than really solid fight choreography and action scenes. And there is a dull as shit, you could not force me with a gun to my head care, uh, family drama plot that's going on around it. It's like, crikey, I'm breaking me ex-sister-in-law out of prison. Like... <laughs> You My ex-sister-in-law? No, <laughs> he, thank you. Because he's got an ex-wife and it's like, uh-oh, the, the girl that I got to break out of this prison, well, she's me ex-wife's sister. <laughs> oh, and yeah, Twist. it's, it's mm. fucking stupid. It has an abysmal, like top tier, one for the ages disgusting shit boy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Brutal shit with that kid. Brutal. <laughs> uh, but the violence was good, you're saying. But the violence, totally good. I have to say, like, you know, as far as action stuff goes, you could do a lot worse. I've done a lot worse. Um, so, yeah, for what it's worth, it's like two hours and three minutes. I wasn't pissed off. Um, hey, but speaking of bad action, uh, Eric Siskison tells all about something he watched last night. You know, every once in a while, you know, a lot of, a lot of movies coming out the movie poop shoot and some of them, you know, barely uh, they're they're forgotten before they've even been released let's put it that way uh so we try to catch some of those in our net to tell you about them in a segment we call secret movie I want to get so a Eric, giant magnifying yeah. glass so to come out of that <laughs> frame. Uh, but Eric, you're going to tell us all about Hunt Club. Hunt Club. New movie Hunt Club came out <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> available to rent. Mm-hmm. Starring, of course, um, what's his name? Fucking Casper uh, Van Dien. Mm. Right. Uh, Me- Mina Suvari. Wow. Okay. And Mickey Rourke in, for about four minutes. That's how these movies operate, dude. Mickey Rook came in for an afternoon, and in the time it takes you to eat a sandwich, fucking shot his role. It was shocking to see him. He looks like an old shoe, but yeah. you all know that. Do <laughs> um, you remember that this guy was in The Wrestler? God. Mm-hmm. I just Barely, yeah. And like, oh, man. 
It all went sideways. It just went sideways. It you know did. what? Him being in the wrestler was what allowed him to only be in four minutes of Hunt Club. Yes. He was always That's going true. to be in Hunt Club at some right. point. Yes. It's just You're sort right. of how successful his career was in the early aughts actually shrunk his involvement. Yes. And now the premise of the film is it's just a most dangerous game. People want to hunt people. But sure. the twist uh-huh. is, uh oh, you know, these office jobs got too woke. So uh-huh. I only want to hunt and kill women. Because what? I'm an alpha male. So it's like an alpha male thing. I mean, it is a female director. They are bad yes, guys. Sure, and, they're playing um, with that. Sure. But it's just, it feels ripped from the headlines a little bit with that stuff being shoved in here. Um, there's a lot of stuff about how they want to reclaim biology. Uh, oh, no. Casper Van Dien has like, there is a sequel set up. He's got like this network of other hunt clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's, you know, anyway, so... Mina Suvari falls into their clutches, goes through this whole thing. There's, I feel like they're trying to do a little bit of like a women in prison films with some of this. Oh, okay. Sort of like the the big birdcage, I think, was one of them. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but it doesn't have the juice. There, it, The fights are boring and not really well made. <laughs> Although someone does, someone does get their penis chopped off. Okay. Hey, all right. Don't okay. See while, the, tr- while trying to use it or <laughs> sort of, you don't see the member exactly, but you cut, you cut uh-huh. back and you see the, the blood spewing out of the crotch a little bit. Yeah. So that was how, was, fun. how was the sound design on that? Oh, was the that- sound design was one. You would love it, Steve. <laughs> Boomy the boom mic makes several appearances in this oh. film. Oh, no. our buddy. That our is friend. humiliating. That's, it, well, buddy's getting work after 90210. It's great for him. Yeah, yeah. He's I, mean, that's, I, I would say, I think Casper Van Dien, the next level, if, if he's doing movies like this, I think the next thing they have to do is make yet another sequel to Starship Troopers, <laughs> where sure. the planet that they're invading is only full of men of Savaris. Yes, there's been many Menasuvaris, and they're picking each other apart. Just destruction everywhere. Sending asteroids uh, back home. I think that might actually bring everything together for Casper Van Dien. Really. And it will truly be a planet of Mina Suvaris. Do you think her fo- uh, uh, Natasha Leone's phone is blown up with ex American Pie cast members? Like, hey, I just saw, <laughs> I just saw Poker Face. It was fucking fantastic. Anything yeah. you need from me, Natasha? Yep. <laughs> How you doing, Natasha? <laughs> it's me, Jason Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the kind of show to try to get in on that dude because it's like literally a one episode commitment. Exactly. Yeah. But I did peep this that Mina uh-huh. Suvari's in a lifetime movie we might want to investigate Ooh. called Deadly Cheer Mom. Oh. And okay. directed by Doug Campbell, our good hero, Doug Campbell. Hey, okay. Well, well, that's that's so a sign of quality, can... actually. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that, is, oh, I thought you were gonna tell us what it was about. Oh I no, I, I don't know what it's about. I think <laughs> I got the yeah, idea. Yeah, I think I got the deadly cheer bomb, yeah. So yeah, I mean it. that's gonna wrap up on Hunt Club as well. Uh check it out. Or just, don't. Yeah, just say this, dude. Uh brought to you by the good folks at Corked Entertainment. Oh, yeah. When everybody else says no, Corked Entertainment says maybe uh, un- uncorked. Uncorked, which I've never quite seen a, an entertainment company be like, yeah, we're just fueled by being drunk all the time. We're just, <laughs> we, we make all these decisions while hammered. We're just absolutely Dude. drunk with money and with wine. I'll tell you what, perhaps it was unfair, uh, but whenever I would see an email, it was like a sales sheet 
uncorked entertainment came up, that was an immediate pass. Yeah. It was an immediate, I don't have time for this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Hunt Club. Where Where is that available to stream, Eric? Uh, Just in case, in case everybody can. Uh, I got on an Amazon. I think it was only yeah, three ninety dollars or something. You got ripped Ooh, off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I got so ripped off, Chris. I wanted to see Asteroid City that I, I didn't buy. I generally don't buy tickets in advance because yeah. I'm a bad person. And it sold out. So I had to, so I, I wanted something to contribute today. And I was like, it's been a little bit since a secret movie. Yeah, yes. good call. There you go, dude. Uh, so that's going to do it for this week's On Screen Live, folks. Of course, big week here at uh, WHM's uh, offices here. Of course, like we said already, our Spider-Man No Way Home and Terry is out now. You can get that on Patreon, uh, ready to rock and roll for you. And tomorrow uh, on We Hate Movies, uh, on the on the main show feed, of course, uh, we're one. keeping things thematically. Big one indeed, Steve. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, solid episode. Remind oh, yeah. folks that if you want to complete the trilogy, we do have episodes on Raiders and Last Crusade, also on Patreon. That's right. And a thousand years ago, we did an episode on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's right. I do, I do think this is the only one, even with uh, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull being around it, this is the only one where the poster is much better than the movie. <laughs> yes. The poster for this poster. is fantastic. That's a great looking poster, actually. And, and a hell of a poster. The movie is horrible. Uh, well, you know, and, and, and don't get all freaked out, folks. We we point out the good stuff, in, sure. but uh, we also point out a lot of the bad. Uh, and then also Thursday this week on Patreon uh, at the $8 level and up, our next journey into the Nexus. We're talking two kind of abysmal episodes of Star Trek. Uh, Rough stuff this week. Yeah. 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 Tough yeah. stuff. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that happens sometimes. But anyway, patreon.com slash we hate movies to get that as well. Uh, but that's going to do it for us this week, folks. As always, thanks for tuning in or thanks for downloading later on or catching the replay here on YouTube. Remember, like and subscribe to this YouTube channel, folks. Like this video, hit that bell notification to get updates for when we are programming episodes of On Screen Live, programming episodes of uh, the WHM Mailbag, which we'll probably do for pretty soon, maybe one to wrap out the season. Uh, next month or something. We'll yep. see. No promises. We're very busy. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, I've been Andrew Jupin, Stephen Sidak, Eric Siska, Chris Cabin. Have a great week, folks. Bye bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.